Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Nellie Magnificent Thomas, episode 28. Kate, cute as a button, Mulholland. (laughs) I'll take that. 28 and not late. Not late. No. If you're listening to this on a Friday... We weren't late. Yeah. <laughs> well, our one of our mottos could be never too late. Well, it could be. Honestly. Never too late. I'm yet to tell this story. We've got to get to it at some point. Mm. I'll put it in the show notes. Yes, yes. My beautiful Uncle Kev, yes. married, first time, 71 years old. I love it. And look, if you listened last week, good on you if you didn't go back and have a listen, but we heard about the tortoises, tortoises that broke up. After 100, 100 years. 100 years. Never too late. They were done. They were <laughs> she done. Was done. She was done. She tried she to eat him. Bloody- <laughs> Let's acknowledge that we are recording on Wurundjeri land yes. uh, and we would like to acknowledge elders past, present, and future, emerging. emerging. And all remember all their stories, the beautiful stories that they've given to us. The original storytellers. Mm. Mm. Um, and as always, language warning. Yeah, lots of swears. We do say off your fuck, but yeah. what we also <laughs> want to say is we sometimes talk about topics that aren't suitable for young Often. young every week yeah always yeah. The whole some time. of it we try and keep it light for at least half yes but sometimes we go into areas that are, are definitely not for little ears we might we might say wank for example we, 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 we will and we just did yes so just beware and put your airpods in or just wait, listen when they're not around Recently single, back on the shelves They're both loving themselves Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate The single life of us Emancipated, exhilarated Free and adventurous Nelly and Kate will investigate The single life of us I've got some very exciting news for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Do you remember our lovely listener who either wrote in or rang in um, who had a long-term friendship with a bloke? I think they might have been boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, when they were like teenagers Mm -hmm. or 20s. Both been married, you know, it's 30 mm. years later. Mm. He lives in Europe. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And she didn't know whether it was all right yes. for him to come over yes. for a and week. Yes, and then he did come for a week. And should I tell my parents and blah, blah, That's blah. right, that's right, yeah. So she did tell her parents yeah. they had and a nice week. And now they're just seeing where the land right. lies. Update. Yes. This is the email she sent me, just one line. Stop press. <laughs> we are thinking of going to Bali together next year oh. with the kids. Oh. How is that? Awesome. And it's- How's that? 
I'm really happy about that. I am so happy. And it's such a tale for our community. Yes. Because she was, and I would have been the same and you would have been the oh. same, she was sitting in all the reasons not to oh, do it. that's right. I, I've got a child. I'm going to be judged. My parents won't like it. My parents won't understand. Am I insane? I haven't actually spoken to him for 20 yeah. years. We have this great rapport, but I don't know. I'm not feeling confident. Should all the I rest sneak of it. him into yeah. my room? Yeah. You know? Should I literally lie yes. about why he's coming? Yeah. And she just ends up going, no, I'm owning it. He's coming. I'm telling the parents. They had a nice week. Obviously. Obviously. A very nice week. You're missing a bit of that week, aren't you? That's permanent part-time. That is permanent. It's quite part-time. It's very part-time. <laughs> but you know what? Imagine, I can imagine that scenario in her case. She's a single mum with a little kid. Oh. She's still getting all the excitement. I know. That's what I want to know. She's if, getting the fanny flutters. Yes, very fanny fluttering. If you're in a long-term, long-term relationship, does the love fucks last longer? I want to know this. Dr. Carl, uh, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with her, because you're not seeing each yeah, other. Yeah, so if you move in on oh, day one. Oh, surely. Yeah. Like surely it would. Yeah, surely it in would. In their case. But they're still chatting. Because so it's all getting... fantasy. Yeah. Well, not all fantasy, but a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I reckon. Definitely mm. that, that sort of sexual longing in chemistry would have to last longer you if you go to. months between drinks. <laughs> you're a bit <laughs> dry <laughs> for a few months. <laughs> If you've been teetotaling for a while. That first one really gets you quick. Yeah. But it's also a nice, what a nice safe re-entry into dating. Oh, yeah. Where you kind of go, she doesn't have to think about, will we move in together? No. How many nights a week will I see him? But she still, I reckon, must be getting all the excitement. I bet they're messaging. Oh, I would say they're talking all the time. Yep, yep, yep. And they've probably got that. He's going to bed. She's waking up. Yes. You know, all of that. The sexting. Oh, the sexting. Oh, we don't know if they're sexting. We're they just assuming are. they are. They I are. hope they are. they are. So thank you for the update yeah, on Mr. You. Europe. And please give us more updates. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I've got an article review. Mm-hmm. Would you like to read the headline? Yes, it's not really a headline for me. But anyway, women are happier being single, report finds. Here's why. <laughs> By Dami Olonskanskin. Yes, in IFL Science Magazine. Mm. So why is that not a headline for you? Well, I mean, is I know it's a headline, but I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over it. Well, it's really interesting because we, mm. how much, especially in Australia, I don't know about in other countries, but we hear so much about mental load. Oh, yeah. But no one does a shit ton fucking thing about it. Oh, they write books about it. Right? Really? So we hear about yeah. you've got to do self-care and the, the mm. unequal distribution mm. of labour mm. and women's mm. mental load during just COVID. Ask. Just ask for help. But this, so um, Consumer Analyst Mental mm. did a mm. research report into it. Mm. 61% of British women are happy about being mm. single. Only 49% um, of men in the same position are being happy. Yeah, because... Dr. <laughs> well, she's about to tell mm. us. Dr. Emily Grundy of the University of Essex, who mm. headed up the research. I've summarised it. This yes. is obviously not her words. Mm. She said, because women do more labour in the home, mm. they do more emotional work, and men rely on their partners, whereas women have friends. Yes. So she says, certainly there's a common finding from a lot of studies that women who don't have a partner tend to do more social activities and have more friends. So her, the gist of it is saying, her saying when women do leave relation or when relationships end, mm. they have the coven. Not all, no, but they're more likely. Or they might get a new one. Or they might get a new one. They're mm. more likely to have had sustained relationships mm. outside of their marriage. Mm. Yes, whereas yes, yes. Men are often the entire life of the party is their wife. Oh yeah. 
And so then yeah. when they're single, they're like, what the And how do, now I've got to organise things. Do we yeah. even own a picnic blanket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I And I think as well, women, when it says more labour and more emotional work, when they're married or in yes, a relationship. Yes, that's what she's saying. Mm. That's what she's saying. Right, so she's yeah. saying within – and all the studies bear this out. This is not sexist. Oh, this is no. reality. Yeah, yeah. All the studies in any Western country, and I don't know about other countries mm. because I haven't seen the studies – but they all bear that out. Oh, Even definitely. when a male and female both work full time, yep. then the women still do a shit ton more of housework, childcare and mental and emotional labour. And I reckon one of the reasons we're seeing so many women now of our generation mm. go, I've had enough, is because of that. Oh, 150%. I cannot do this mental and emotional no. load as well as work. You know that whole thing of you can have it all? No. You actually can't. No, you can't. But what I want to say to those of you who are on the fence about leaving, uh, not telling you what to do, but I actually, and this is not a disrespect to my ex, he was not a lazy human at all. Um, I just found it heaps easier because I knew all of it was mine. Yeah. And I got my shit organised and I actually have more time Mm. and I'm doing all the stuff. This is one of the biggest lies Mm. I reckon that Mm. is told, especially to women. Mm. Um, that if you get divorced, you'll be like overrun yeah, no. with, you know, housework. It's actually, Almost it's everyone I talk to goes less. Much less. less much <laughs> less. Yeah. Especially if you had shared childcare. Yeah. You, pro- you get like a night to maybe even a week to yourself. Or if you don't, mm. you know, and I know that there are lots of our beautiful listeners who, who don't. don't. Yeah. You know what's happening. Mm. There's not the dangle of hope of no. my my partner's going to be home by six yeah. or none of that. Yeah. You, you, you know where it is. Yeah. And it's quite empowering. Yeah. Remember we had an article a few episodes back about basically um, the loneliness of some middle-aged men. Mm-mm. And I really feel mm. like this – the, the way that we're raising men and boys to still be in relationships mm. is also really damaging them. Yes. If they learn, like it's like I want to shake some mm. of the, the mm. guys that I know and go, if you take on your fair share of the emotional on. load, mm. you'll keep her. That's right. You'll keep her. Yes. You'll keep this thing that you desperately family, yes. not yes. the woman's not a thing. Yeah. You'll no, keep no. the family that you want yeah. to keep. And yeah. if you don't. Yep. There will be a point at which she goes, I'm done. And then you have all your own mental load, mate. That's right. <laughs> and I'm sure there are women who do That's this right. too, but I know for the most part women have the mental load. Statistically, there's just no denying no, there's that. No denying and that's it. not 100%. Like we've got great. But it's quite high. We both know great men who do all the things mm, that mm. they should. But just as a general, um, yeah, a general generalisation yep. that we need to work toward more equality we Not really just do. in housework. No, no. But in the mental and emotional world. You load. can pay people to do housework yeah. if you've got enough money or you yeah. can write a list, hopefully both of you, not one person, yeah. and you can divvy it up. Yeah. But the we need a new Medicare card, yeah. the child has a doctor's appointment. Are you getting school notifications? Yeah, who When's bought the, the present for your mother? Meeting? Um, Have you noticed that your child looks sad today? Yes. Do they need new shoes? Yeah, we Are ran they out braces? of the anti the sensitive yeah. omo and now i can't yeah. put a load of washing will on. you go to a therapist do yeah. i have to keep asking you to yeah like all these things they wear people out well they 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 destroy marriages i think it does yeah and now that women are more empowered which is mm. an absolutely positive yes. thing praise we're be. not accepting that as much no, no and that's actually good yeah but i feel like the gap 
We've got to raise boys. Yes, we do. To be more emotionally astute and self-sufficient. Yes. So there you go. Anyway, you can I look like up that. that article yep. if you want. Yep. Awesome. Time for a letter. Yeah, let's get a listener letter. Mm-hmm. Now, can I just have a gentle yes. shout out? Look, Nelly, excuse me, <laughs> Ms. Thomas has something to say to the class. Could you all sit down, cross your legs and listen? <laughs> I am at the point now, I am begging you. Begging, like, please. Oh, absolutely begging. <laughs> I love how many emails you send us. That's completely fine. I will say again that I can't keep up with all no, of them. I'm doing know. my best. Yes. That's no. okay. And we, ha- we will always have that disclaimer. But I do have to beg you to make them shorter. Like some of them are literally thousands of words. But what I want to say is, and I've done this from the P's, so my other podcast, Two P's in a Podcast, amazing, amazing letters. Write the email. Yeah. You don't have to send it. The yes. therapy is in writing it. Yes, it's and true. And saying this happened and then this and then this and then this. Yeah. And then actually you can reread it in two days and go, these are the six things I want yeah. to tell them. Well, and I think as an example, if you write in and you want to talk to us about um, how you got separated, Mm. but then you also want to tell us about how you co-parent and you also Mm. want to tell us about how you date, make them three different letters at different times. I'm not, I sound like such an asshole. No, we love you and we want to be able to. it's far more likely that we can read it out. That's right. If, you know, and that we can actually manage it. Yes. If they're a bit shorter. So anyway, (laughs) this one's slightly edited, but you go for it. (laughs) Hey, ladies. Just wanted to shout out and say, fuck me, I love this podcast. Thank you. Yeah. It has breathed new life into this tired old Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you overseas, uh, Fanny is not a back no, bottom. bottom. Yeah. I stumbled across your podcast a few weeks ago, listened to all 10 apps back to back over that day and night. Wow. Okay. And now I have to patiently wait for the latest weekly episode, First World Problems, I Know. I can relate on so many levels. Not only am I as old as fuck, 48, not old, that's my age, but nearly separated, navigating the dating apps, what in the actual fuckery is up with them, and trying to decide what I want in a man moving forward. I mean, I know exactly what I want, but, you know, the rest of it has to come into play at some stage. I love you. Thanks for guaranteeing me at least one laugh every single week. That's if I haven't already had one by some random 50-year-old fool sending me an ugly dick pic. So thanks, ladies. Never heard of either of you before this, but geez, you're both on my radar for sure. I love when people feel the need to tell us they've never heard of it. Never heard of who you are. Who the you think you are? But anyway... P.S. I paid $10 and joined some Yay. shit. Not sure what I get. Don't care, quite frankly. Was just hopeful that would enable me to listen to further episodes. I spent more than $10 on my last mm. coffee date with mm. some bloke I met on one of the sites. And let me tell you, just quietly, I know which one I've got more enjoyment out of. <laughs> Thanks again, Chris. This is how we should advertise our subscribers. This is. You could go on a dick coffee date or you could get an a extra dick. bloody hour and a half of Kate and Nelly a month. I think we're better value for money. Oh, 100%. And you know what? You can listen to it again. 100%. I don't, you look, your fanny doesn't sound tired or old. Chris, I'd like to know why you're finding online dating hard. It's such a mixed experience it for really people. Is. It really is. I loved is. it. Yeah. Mostly, not always, but I generally loved it. Yeah. You did love it. You must I, have been yeah. ready. I think I must have been ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just, I wonder, like I'd love to see a profile. Yeah. And see if if there's anything in that that's Have attracting. Have you said my fanny's really tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also it sounds to me, and I wonder if this is hard, mm. it sounds to me like she 
maybe doesn't want like one night stand, but she doesn't want anything full on either. Not yet. Like she, she wants to have some good what sex. She wants. Yeah. And that's okay. It's actually hard for a lot of women our age to just own that. Very hard. I don't think we're supposed to be sexual beings. I, oh, I think the generation not meant to unromantically. Us. Yeah, unromantically. Yes, that's right. We want you got to have the whole rom com. Yeah. In order to get some. But no, the 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 uh, millennials and the one after that. Oh my lord! No, I love it. I yeah. love it. It's it's amazing to have raised some of those. Yeah, girls. I will take a tiny bit of credit. <laughs> but geez, that's she's got a nice turn of phrase. Oh, and thank you really for does. subscribing. Yeah, we appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, another letter, dearest moles. I join with grace to all the blessings you have received so far for your wonderful podcast. I devoured all episodes and can't wait to cheer you on on the fifteenth mm. of October. That's at our live show. Mm. I am a groupie. I am nearly single. After 24 years, I carefully planned my separation this summer, taking a lot of advice from you. Now is just not the right time for a host of reasons, but I cannot wait for the occasion to be single again. You've given me the courage. I won't go into further details about myself. I will keep this to the day after I announce to the world that I did it. However, the reason for this email is to share this most beautifully inspiring essay that landed in my inbox today. It's about the importance of being single. And since I know how flooded you are with emails, here is the conclusion. There is no better guarantee of a successful relationship than knowing that we could and can manage perfectly well on our own. Mm. It means that we will only look for someone who can deeply contribute to our life, not someone who can do the laundry with us or keep us company on Sunday evenings. Being at ease with being single is the needed, secure platform from which to make a sane and wise choice about who to create a joint life with. How true is that? So that's the excerpt from the essay. The full essay is at theschooloflife.com. Mm. And she says, isn't that just beautiful? So true. Love you and all your work. Thank you. Your top mole, A. Oh. I think it's a really nice, mm. it's a really interesting position mm. for us, I think, to listen to someone going, I'm preparing to leave. Yes. I'm not rushing into it. I've got all my reasons, but I I've am got going to do it. I'm not ready that yet. There mm. could be a range. It could be financial. Could be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No judgment either no. way. Um, but very sensible, actually, mm. to, to think through what she yeah, needs to do. Yes, very sensible. And I love your little essay about being comfortable with being single because yeah. for some of us it, it was easy and for some of us it was really hard. Yeah. So yeah. sit with it for a bit yeah. and just go, this is hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding this hard. But or Well, and I think it's interesting going back to the previous episode when we were talking about, um, you know, how quick – remember our beautiful listener who wrote in going, oh, I don't know if I should tell her I love her. Yes, and blah, blah. yes, yes. If you're starting from this base that she's talking yeah. about, where you're actually happy on your own, yes, then you can trust that more. Yeah, that's right. If you are pining, if you're going, I can't sit I home by myself something. Thursday night, yeah. I need someone here, mm. you're far more likely yes, to, to say I love you to the first bloke who walks along. Yeah, yeah, or to rush you know? into something – so I think that's mm. a really nice yes, powerful reminder. Yeah. And, if and I'm you, going to read that essay. And if you're on your own, be proud. Totally. Yeah, you're getting ready. Yeah, exactly. Mm, mm. And even in the hard bits, yeah. that's part of getting ready. Yeah. 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 All right. Some listener calls. Now, I should say with this listener call, the sound is not ideal. We're just going to persist. Listen um, to how beautifully Nelly said that. Let me read to you. <laughs> What she wrote for me. Sound is a bit shit. Up the volume. 
Well, I was going to say it a nice way, and you've said it before. Try not to record these on speaker. Yes, try if you not can. To, but yeah. it, let's persist because yep. it's, it's still a great call. It's yep. just you might have to put your ear very close. If you're anything like me, I had my I was pushing my mefo into my ear, <laughs> listening to it. Hi, ladies. Um, I firstly just want to say that I have stumbled across your podcast recently, and really, you know, my life has only gotten better since. <laughs> I, oh. I I truly just adore all of every single episode all of the content you offer up I'm laughing out loud like nobody's business Um, and I'm so grateful to have found this this tribe here um, through my phone Um, so thank you so Mm -hmm. much for that Uh, I have just listened to the episode where you touch on I could tell something hard was coming Mm. and I wanted to just offer um, my experience oh. because I um, ended a marriage with mm. a, a fairly intense narcissist about two and a half years ago and we have oh, young wow. children. Mm. Um, in fact, I asked him to leave when my youngest was just three weeks old. So I then really was, I guess, um, tasked with the responsibility of mm. making sure that uh, the oh. bond between um, my children and their father uh, was maintained even though he was no longer in our household mm. and they were very young. And I have them, uh, mm. I, have, I have custody of them most of the time because of their age. So what this means is that I need to see him often and engage with him mm. often. Indeed. Because of yeah. this idea that, um, you know, obviously it is, mm. you know, where, where we can foster those mm. relationships. Um, Know, with with both parents, uh, children and separated families, a hundred percent. You know that is that is mm. you know the right thing to do. Um, however, I think what gets missed mm. is the impact on mm. the partner mm. who um, mm. has potentially um, left an emotionally abusive or manipulative relationship, which I had. Um, yet, oh, I really you know every other system, I yes. guess, counselors, family members, um, mm. lots of people around us telling me that I needed to keep the contact there and I needed to make sure that we had a positive relationship for the sake of the children. Mm-hmm. Parallel parenting was only brought to me um, really recently, in fact, when I was attempting to go through a mediation process with him um, and we had to do a little um, one-hour online course before we got to mediation. And the concept of parallel mm-hmm. parenting was introduced and I um, it was actually introduced in the concept of, you know, here are the different kinds mm-hmm. of way that you can, you can parent and, you know, mm, yeah. the goal was to get to co-parenting. Yes. Yeah, good. They talked about parallel, mm-hmm. parallel parenting. And I thought, you know what, that, mm. that's my goal. My goal is parallel parenting because it is still um, constructive and positive yes, for you children, do. but it protects me. Yes. And I need to yes. maintain that very firm boundary that took me no. yes. so much energy Enough. and guts to set two and a half years yes, ago. Sweetheart. It took me a long time mm. to be able to say, you know what, no more. And... You yeah. do. I'm going to get upset now, but I put mm. my foot down yes. then mm. and I need to keep mm. honouring yep. the courage that I took then to set that boundary. Mm. I'm continuing to set boundaries. Good on you. So, of course, I want to make sure that my children have healthy relationships with, yes. their, parents, with mm. their parents, both me mm. and their father. I also need to honour my own mental health and emotional wellbeing. Mm. 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 For me, that has made sure that I can get yeah. back mm. to who I am. 
keeping those boundaries in place and also means that I can be the best possible mother I can. So I guess no. I just wanted to reiterate the idea that co-parenting isn't the only way. Mm. And sometimes parallel parenting and the need for the yes. um, partner yeah. who has left yes. an abusive relationship um, yes. to maintain those boundaries is actually more important than having a you know, the oh. look of a happy family. Wow. Oh, thank you, girl. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thank you, um, thank you. And, yeah, you're amazing. You're, <sighs> you're incredible. And yeah. you did a really hard thing and you're doing a hard thing. Mm. hasn't stopped being hard. Oh. It's not going to stop being hard. And like she said, I mean, if you have had any kind of relationship and mm. it could be family member, friend, mm. partner, mm. boss, mm. how many often mm. – and I'm talking – we throw around the term narcissist – if you've been a, genuine, a proper yes. narcissist, it is fucking hard. Mm. And you feel gaslit the whole time. She is gaslit yeah, the whole time. Yeah. And yes. to have every, and and you have I mean we just weirdly didn't we talked about Chloe Kardashian in mm, the last mm. episode. I felt like I watched her be gaslit by her yeah. whole family. Yeah. Kind of go you keep the dad in their life. Yes. You know, you give him another go. Yes. He's put in the time. This is what people don't talk about. No. There's a whole community around some people mm. telling them, stay, go back, oh, he's not that bad. Huge community. Or, and the balls, and the and I say that, that's my way of saying courage. Yeah. She yeah. has shown, shown such courage. Oh. Such, such courage. And you can tell how hard it was to do. A three-week-old baby. Oh, mate. You are so vulnerable as a yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. You've just given birth. Yeah. Oh, you're an incredible human. And we can't say, if we accept what you're saying on face value, which Kate and I both mm. do, I don't think we can say in strong enough terms, well done. Oh, absolutely well done. Well and done. And you're right. Your past you was incredibly strong, so future mm. you has to mm. respect that mm. and stick with it. But, oh, gosh, tricky. Do you remember, um, was it a meme or – no, it was a caller – one of our speak pipes, someone rang in and said, which I thought was fantastic and I think of a lot, um, you know, parents are like kidneys. Yeah. You only need, need one, one that's functioning. Like, I think of it all the time. Where it's really important for, for this mm. woman, she needs to be in the best mental health yes, she can be. Yes, that's right. Because Because what I'm going to say again, if we take her at face yeah. value, I'm sorry, he's never going to be no, a good he's dad. No, he's not. If he actually is what you're saying he is. I'm not saying cut him out. But the... The, she needs to be in the tip-top form because she's going to be two parents. And you know for those what kids. I want to know, and I'm just saying this with my uh, mum heart. Was anyone saying to you, like people saying to you, you've got to keep a relationship open with the with the ex for the kids? Was anyone mm. saying to you, mm. you're doing a great job, you're yep. such a good mum, it's really important that you have a beautiful relationship with your children? Like, mm. why is it her job? to do that why isn't it his job to reach out and say oh. i want to see my children i love my children why is it her job but also this default setting oh, it's always the woman's that you fault. keep people in your life i think ah. i've mentioned them before there's a person on um instagram called jeffrey marsh mm. who talks about they i'm using they them because that's their pronouns mm. they have a um uh they're estranged from their parents mm -hmm. and they have a narcissistic Relation, like their mm, parents mm, are narcissists. Mm, I don't mm, know the full details. Mm. But I tell you what, if this person, if this woman who's just called in is on Instagram, I would love them to find Jeffrey mm, Marsh mm. because there's a lot of really affirming stuff in there about them kind of going, 
No, I don't care if it is your dad. No. I don't care if no. it is your ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Your no. boss. No. They're not allowed to treat no, they're you not. like that. And you're they're allowed not. to cut them off. Yes, you are allowed to cut them off. And I know if it's the father of your children, very tricky. But the whole parallel parenting yeah. and not co-parenting or shared parenting yeah. – more power to you. And, you, and again, I'm not trying to trivialise it, but you know when you see, I remember seeing someone on Oprah going, "Oh, you know, they were talking about some stupid diet." And one day I might be, you know, you might be struggling as a size 14, and I remember Oprah going, "That's my goal." You know? <laughs> yes. In in her case, she's yes. going, "Oh, I have to do this bloody seminar that says yeah. you start off with parallel parenting, yeah. you end up co-parenting." No, no, you're not going to ever co-parent no, with a narcissist. No, no, no. The best you can hope for yes. is parallel parenting. Yes. And you may end up at the place where there's no parenting with each other. Yes, that's right. You might. You so. may actually have to make that call for yep. the kids. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for messaging us. Thank you, sweetheart. And, and I'm so glad you've found this little community. Yeah, me too. Oh, we've got a dating app story. Hi, Moz. Thanks so much for your podcast. It's kept me going through the highs and very bad lows mm. of internet dating. Oh. I've laughed and I've cried along with your banter and your jokes and your memes and your stories. So <laughs> it's glad been an amazing journey. Like Thank you. I have a few dating app stories for you. Go. Um, I'm in my mid-50s. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional yep. and I'm relatively attractive and fit. Hello. And I'm looking for a man for a You're serious a relationship. <laughs> I've had one long marriage with two kids and one six-year relationship. Yep. And I've been on the apps for about five months and I've seriously spoken to or messaged about 22 guys I've kept a list and I've dated like spreadsheets 13 of those okay good and I've had a few doozies putting in the the time I've mostly tried to choose articulate and intelligent guys Mm -hmm. um, that weren't holding fish or had tattoos (laughs) or look like an elderly grizzly Adams that's been successful I think Mm. um one guy although I've had a few few interesting ones one guy took me bike riding and he spent the whole time racing ahead so Ugh. we couldn't actually talk and I thought, well, what was the point of that? Um, no. yeah, Not hot. It wasn't the best no. date I've ever had. Quite left. And then yep. I went to the beach with a really nice fellow. Um, we had a takeaway lunch, which was very pleasant. Cute. Then he spent the next half an hour, um, he said, I, I want to go for a swim. And I thought, well, okay, I don't have my swimmers. So I spent the next half an hour sitting on the beach, puberty blues style. <laughs> no. While he caught waves. Oh, and I thought, well, is this an attempt to like show me his prowess? Oh. Uh, well, it didn't work and that was the well, end of that. Well, it's not going to get you do that to a friend. And then there was no. um, a guy who was a really great match on paper and we'd had uh, – we spent – the weekend on and paper. I visited him at his farm. Ooh, oh. um, but he spent the whole night smoking dope oh. and listening to weird music. <laughs> oh, no, that probably should have told you that. <laughs> then there was a date with uh, with a boat builder who um, oh. told me about his three wives. Oh. His second wife he'd rescued from a cult. Wow. And he was 27 years older than her at the what time. What is it with boats married. and cults? Um, and suffice it to say that, yeah, not one of his marriages lasted. Please, cult. Although it was a very interesting two-hour yeah, conversation that we had together. I didn't go any further than wow. that. Wow. And then recently um, I bought a property um, a couple of hours out of Sydney mm. and um, I was speaking to a guy on the phone from the local town. Can we visit? I said, I'll try and find mm. somebody yeah. local. Is it a nice Airbnb? And, yeah. <laughs> um, we decided to meet for coffee. Anyway, about one minute before we were due, I was in town and he texted me and said, oh, well, I think it's too windy and he didn't really feel like having – you know, meeting up. Too windy. I said, well, look, I'm here anyway. Can we just at least have a coffee and then, you know, that's done. Yeah. Too windy. Is that um, a but he said, thing? no, what? he really wasn't feeling it. So, yeah, I thought, well, that doesn't really deserve a reply. No. Then uh, an hour or two later, I, I met up with a friend of mine too and we windy. went and did a bit of shopping in, in town. The and the shopkeeper asked me, well, who, who was this guy that stood you up? 
And I said, well, I don't know, should I tell you his name? And, and she said, yeah, so I told her. And she said, oh, wow, you've dodged a bullet there. He's <gasps> like the local town drunk. He lives just across the road here. You can't do this shit in a small town. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And they're kicking him out of his rental property. Oh, and wow. Menace, apparently. So, yeah, dodged a bullet there, which is great. Oh. Which leads me to my relative success. Okay, hit us. Um, there's no real fairy, fairy tale ending at That's the moment. Right. Okay. There's certainly some promise. Um, I actually fell for an amazing and lovely guy with PTSD and I've had six dates with him now and after five hours horse riding on the weekend I can't really walk properly (laughs) for all the reasons (laughs) but it looks like I've become one of his many female groupies so he's got some sort of plutonic polygamous thing going on with uh, you know quite a few other girls Um, what I can say that I'm one of the few I think that's maybe physically he's been attracted to so that's good um, I need more information. Yeah, after six months of sexual oblivion and a lot of frustration, I've decided to start up a, a kind of a sexual relationship or friends with benefits with another nice guy that I met. So, yeah, that, sexual that, oblivion. that's going well. Sexual um, oblivion. So, yeah, maybe there's not one person for us. Yes, maybe yes, to, correct. To find yes. what we need in different people yes. and yeah. vice versa. Mm. But I have to say there are lots of nice guys out there. Yeah. And most are genuinely looking for love. So Aww. it's a numbers game. Yes. And thanks, hmm. Moles, for all your support because without you, I couldn't have I couldn't have got out there the way I have. Numbers game. Great, succinct message. Love it. Lots of information in there. Numbers I really game. liked it. Yeah, well, that's what we've heard, isn't it? She sounds like she does not fuck around. No. I mean, she might fuck around, she but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's yeah, like, like it a too. deliberate. Yeah. This is what I'm after. Yep. This one, look at this one I don't want. This yep. is what I do want. Imagine going to someone's farm, whether you're into smoking uh, weed or not, and you think you're going to have a romantic uh, weekend and they just break out the bong and listen to sad music. And you're like, well, hello. Look, that's TMI. absolutely terrible. But I was taken aback, taken right back to a date I went on with a guy when I was at uni. Mm. I'm going to call, give me a man's name. Okay, John. John. Went to John's place. Mm. He did exactly the same oh. thing. He got really stoned and put a razor head on oh. that movie. No. <laughs> Just sat there going, I'm right here. Yeah. I, like you're there going, I'm up for a pash at the least. Look, I, no way. I, I'll take craft cheddar over that. Seriously, yep. a first date? Oh. No. But you've asked someone to come to your property for the weekend. For the weekend. You might want to mention my ideal night is to get stoned. Yeah, that's right. Because or at least say, because some people love a stoner, just go, I'm a bit of a stoner. Yeah, is that what you, you know? want? And then you can go yes or no. Yes. It doesn't <gasps> matter what, it's like, No, it doesn't matter. Hide. I'm just saying yes. Because oh. she probably thought, yeah, my Cash on the couch? No. I've got to say, I have wondered about that too because I am from a small town. I'm like, how do you yeah. do online dating in a small town? Everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everyone. It's bad enough just being the northern suburbs of Melbourne. Oh, I yeah. told you I matched with people I bloody from knew. <laughs> you know, let alone if you were in a town with 5,000 oh, people. I think it's – well, we've had a few – I've had a few people slide into my DMs going, it's really, really hard in country towns. Yeah, it would be. That's why you need to come to some of our live shows and then you can go and, and why? And Remember that then. great advice we had, not yeah. just volume, distance. Put the distance out there. Go your 500 Yeah, yeah, Ks. yeah. You can get a permanent part-time, see each Actually, other every other weekend. speaking of which, a lovely um, Facebook friend of mine who – you know some Facebook friends you just like click with? Yeah, yeah. So I've been friends with him for a while and I've set him up on a date with a mutual friend of ours. Oh. And he lives in a country town and he said to me, oh, I find like city ladies aren't really into the long distance thing. I said, let me talk to her. <laughs> 
let because I know she listens to this podcast. Yes. You're listening right now. Yes. Let me talk to her yes. because I get it. Like yeah. yes, there's driving involved and all the yeah. rest of it, but there's some bloody upsides. There is some bloody upsides. To permanent part time, and he's yep. a nice bloke. Yeah. So you know that's the biggest upside. Oh, and. You get to get out of the big smoke and have you a weekend in the country. The People and then pay he for comes, that. Comes to the city. Yeah, city mouse, country mouse. Yeah. It can work. <laughs> All right, our next one. God, I love this one. You ready for some Yuma? Yuma. Yeah, go. Hi, moles. You've totally confused me. <laughs> I've been listening for a while. I think I'm up to episode 15, but a few episodes back. Yeah. I was looking at your cartoon type picture yeah. on the podcast yep. album or whatever you call it. <laughs> And I realised I'd got the two of you uh, mixed up with your voices. So I thought Nellie was Kate and Kate was Nellie. And it was the big earrings that gave it away because you mentioned something Ah, oh, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hope. Um, yeah. Nellie wearing big earrings to Kate's birthday. Anyway, it's really fucked with my head. So I have gone in and found you on like the Today Show and now you know like and watch you. Yeah, so see? I had to retrain my brain because it was really getting to me. Anyway, love listening to you. I've been single for almost three years now. Um, got four kids, loving life, probably ready to dip my toes back in there. Mm. I'm almost 43. Did something. Um, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, love the sound of Luke. He had a beautiful yes. voice. Yes. If he recovers yep. and is looking for someone, yeah. feel free to connect yeah. us. Um, yeah, just keep doing a great job, just loving it. Thank you, Dom. And have a great day. Don't you hate that? Like when you actually see someone as – like you've got an image of someone oh, in your head. It messes with you. It re- it's very hard to it's shift. very, very hard. And I know with my other podcast, people actually get annoyed. They're like, oh, no, yeah, no, that's not you. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. babe, yeah. it is me. I know who I am. I know who I am. Yeah. Do you know I, what I was thinking though? You do look like a Nelly and I could be a Kate. Yeah, we've, I think Do you know what I mean? Like into, sometimes yes. with the names you go, oh, yeah. that's not a Melissa. No, no, no. You know? <laughs> but with us, I think you actually could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. could confuse the two. But geez, I laughed when I heard that. Because I've been told when I worked in commercial radio mm. years ago, and I had one of those like Mr. G fucking bosses. Like he was a nightmare. <laughs> you know, with like, he had the, um, like he'd have Buddhist quotes up. Yes. But we're in like a commercial radio station yes, where he's wanting to do pets, dumbest kid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's mate, right. Yeah, the yeah, contradiction. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he said to me once, I wanted to have a female guest mm. on. I had a co- male co-host and he said, um, no, you can't have two women on. And I was like, why? why? And he said, you sound the same. Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> all women, all the time, sound the same. The listeners can't I've got a shocked them. face on for those of you. <laughs> <laughs> like... Okay, mate. Uh, okay. All women sound I don't the same. Think I'm quite suited to this environment. No, it's time for me to <laughs> off. I fuck. Yes. Well, they are, sorry, I'm just so shocked that all women sound the same. Yeah, yeah. I've actually heard that it all is. Women. I have heard that in radio. You and I Land don't a sound the times. same no. at all. But also, if that logic were true, all men would sound the yes. same. I mean, it's absurd. It's just basic yeah. sexism. But it is something that I've definitely heard. I will oh. say if you've got four or five, like I listen to the Handmaid's Tale podcast. Yes, yes, What's yes. that called? I don't know because I, uh, Eyes on Gilead. Eyes on Gilead, mm. which I highly recommend and I mm. really love. Mm. And um, that's got, I think, four or five women. It yes. wouldn't matter what the gender configuration was. I can't keep up with all yes, of them. Yes, that's different. But it's not because they all sound but the Hamish same. And Andy got which are amazing Australian radio duo. People were always confusing them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, I didn't, but... I Bert think Nernie. if it's just two people, yeah, Bert Nernie. 
two people. I talking. must say that happens a lot with lesbian couples. If I meet a lesbian couple and it's say you know um, Joan and Miranda, really, and I sometimes I go, which one's which? Which one's which in my head? Like it's all right if you know one of them first, but okay. it's like if you meet them as a duo, yes. the worst like, thing oh. is. My mum and dad had these friends called Pat and Francis. They're both names that could be either yes, gender. Yes, and yes. And they yes. just said, Kate, here's Pat and Francis. And I was like, <laughs> who is who? And I couldn't get it. It took me ages. Name anxiety. Yeah. All right, and let's finish our listener calls with a very quick bright and shiny. Bright and shiny this morning. Oh, yep. I removed the battery from my old yeah, car oh. that I need to sell. Yes, you did. When I bought a new <gasps> one and replaced oh, it. Oh, wow. Only problem is the car still won't start. Oh. Must be the alternator or the starter motor or some other bullshit. Anyway, I'm done now. I've done as much as I can. (laughs) I'm going to have to get rid of that fucker some other way. God knows how, but at least I did it. So I'm pretty happy with myself. Um, Anyway, off I fuck. Off you fuck. Bravo. Look, you got further than I would have. It's a round of applause. I wouldn't consider doing that. I wouldn't Maybe even I would now, Google it. No, I was like, oh, no, battery. No. Nah. See, for me, the stakes are too high. Yeah. Because if you fuck the engine up, yeah. that's thousands of dollars. Can you fuck an engine up by Oh, putting... I don't know. Okay. Do I want to find out? No, you don't. You don't want to but change But bravo to you. I think this might be the same woman who sent us Moles in the Wild um, pictures of herself under the bonnet that oh, we've got on think? our website. I've just got that. Okay. It, just, it just came into my mind because that was also an old car, as yeah. in like vintage cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I could be wrong. Could be but wrong. Tell us but anyway, was, and bravo. We are really fucking. That's incredible. <laughs> it still won't start. It still won't start. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Oh, yeah, that's why. That that is my fear when I fix things. Like when I fixed the dishwasher when it had the error, I was yeah. like. But what if I do all the things? And then it doesn't work. Which is stupid to be paralysed yeah. by that, but I oh. do actually get... But it, I will say, I said to you in our, in our last episode when I had to go through and I was trying to learn a new password mm, app and mm. I spent a long time mm, on it and mm. I did all the right things mm. and da-da. You know when you get into a loop where it says click this and oh. it takes you back to the page you're already on? I sure on? do. I just burst into tears, yes, Kate, honestly. I know. And I'm like, I'm trying to be independent. I know, but what I'm is trying, going on? I just I can't fix or like it. You fill out your address and they're like, you haven't filled it out you're like yeah. i have all of the things yeah. are full or click on this button you go there's no button, there's no button. there there's no button oh don't submit even now where's the submit yeah now this we're about to do yes meme can i do my first one because yeah, it relates to our last caller all right this was just a tweet <laughs> i saw if all her tires are the same brand leave that woman alone she's out of your league <laughs> god i love that <laughs> I wouldn't even notice if someone had all the same tyres. Oh, well, I mean, I have had cars where I've had a flat, put a spare on that's not right. Yeah. And then just driven around on that. And yeah, it's right. too skinny. And, you know. Oh, see, the, when that happened to me last week, the mechanic scared me so much about doing that. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to do but it. But I had it fixed the next day. Yes, that's I right. Knew I was driving out here. Yes, all the way out yeah, here. Yeah, no, he said you shouldn't drive more than 20 k. Yeah, I know. On a, on a spare. And I went, that's oh, right. so oh, you're okay. out of our league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No one's got a chance. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, I've never said this before, but when we separated, I had to get a new car because we had one car in oh, the family. Oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah. So, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to spend too much money. Yeah. And, you know, how much, what, what do I need? Yeah. But for, I mean, I'm jumping ahead to a bright and mm. shiny, but I've always wanted, I wanted a Tarago, which anyone listening was like, it's like a family, like a people mover. 
I don't know why. I just love them. I love little minivans. Oh, that's because you've never had one. Isn't it ridiculous? That's because I've never had one. And when I went to buy them, they were too expensive and they used too much fuel. Yes. But I found a car. This is such a stereotypically sexist thing of me to say, but it was such a girl thing to do. I was like, all right, then I want leather seats. (laughs) (laughs) So I bought a car secondhand. I did research. I talked to my mechanic. But he said, buy these seats. three brands because they're easy to fix. Yes. Um, don't buy anything where you have to sit, you know, pay a lot for a service, yep. blah, blah, blah. And I found one with leather seats. <laughs> and it was, you know, 10 years old or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's but it still flash, had the leather seats. Oh, mate. <laughs> Love it. All right, what's your meme? Okay. Now, this came to me via Meme Vember. Okay. <laughs> so people are sending me memes now. Meme Vember, Kate's hit. Instagram account, uh, incredibly successful people at least. Incredibly successful Instagram. <laughs> I'll be getting sponsorships. I'll probably yeah. be um, an influencer. When do we get free shit? That's a meme what influencer. I oh, I think you've got to have like ten thousand followers okay. or something. All it's right. a long way off for meme vember. All right. Anyway, but this was so good, so I'm thanking you. All right, hit me. Dressing up as a fish for Halloween, so men on dating apps have the unrelenting urge to hold me. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Isn't it good? Just walking around trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, treat, I think. <laughs> it is a trick. Yeah, it's a trick. But I'll get a treat. Anyway, oh, that's funny. I laughed a lot, so thank you. That um, was brilliant. funny. Yep. Okay. Do you want a serious one? Yeah, Or go. should we move on? Yeah. All right. Mrs. Bones. Mrs. Bones. Mrs. Bones on Instagram is at mm. gogoentaba. Mm. Anyway, Mrs. Bones says, do not choose chemistry over character. Because chemistry won't wake up at 3am to console you in your heaviest grief. Sparks stop flying when life becomes riddled with reality. Oh, wow. Isn't that true? Yeah. And you know what? As we've been talking about polyamory or whatever, maybe you choose sparks for sparks. Did you just say polyamory? (laughs) Yeah, what what is it? (laughs) What's it actually called? And then why did I go to Bob... Jane T-Marts in my head. <laughs> Bob Jane T-Marts. T-Marts. which is a tyre shop. Obviously, we're just talking about tyres. Yes, I think, well, I don't think she's talking about polyamory. Polyamory. <laughs> I'm like, what is the fucking word? Oh, you're funny. No, but you know what I mean. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. That's right. If you just want chemistry, because yeah. I think, again, yeah. this is there something that's very different that's dating in your middle age. Yeah. All right. You might be a Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Or uh, whoever, we've heard many who kind of go, I don't want to partner. No. In any I sense. I do want. I do want a booty call. Yep. I want a friends with benefits. Yep. I want a three yep. girlfriends and one boyfriend. Yep. I want whatever. Yep. Rip up the script. Rip up the script. Do it your way. But yep. I think a central point. Yes. If you meet someone that you're hot and heavy for. But they can't. It might last three weeks. That's okay. Oh, it's fine. That doesn't mean they're going to take care of you no. when you break your leg. No, that's right. You know, it like just that. be aware yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that 3 a.m. grief, oh, sometimes that's a mother trucker, isn't it? Hits oh. you in the middle of the night and you need a cuddle. Or to see you when you're irrational. Yep, completely irrational. You oh, Seriously, you want to see me trying to like input a Netflix password? Don't even. You know, Don't it's not even. pleasant. I'll talk to you in my bright and shiny about passwords. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing you at your worst. Yes. Yeah, seeing you. Basically, at your worst. are yep. they? Are they still? Is it still going to be hot and heavy? Yeah. No. If they see you at your worst, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, that's right? right. And that's but, a different I mean, thing. Some things are. So just have a friends with benefits then. Yeah. You know. Just yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
All right, what's your bright and shiny? Well, my bright and shiny. Oh, God, is it password? Well, it's not, but Am it's I related. Cry? No, no, no. I cancelled the foxtail, mm. right? So I gradually taking, you know, we're choosing the bills and taking so it over. So foxtails pay TV? Foxtails pay TV. How much is it? You, ca- I nearly did a poo in my pants oh, in the no. shop. It was so I've never ma- had foxtail. No, How much is so- it? Uh, $190 a month. <gasps> Thank you. Stop. I know. Anyway, the girl in the shop, I won't say the company, even though everyone knows what company it is, goes, you can get Binge and KO yeah. for like a, a fraction and it's I, all the same I have things. Binge, I don't have KO. Binge is like Well, see, so KO, I love my um, footy. Right. So that's KO why. KO Sport. KO Sport. Hang on. But did you say 180? 90. 190 So a I month. didn't know this. In my defence, please don't judge me, Moles. I am taking over the bills, right? Right. And it's been a very uh, long process. How do they get any subscribers? From well, the- obviously, because the, literally the day I found out, yeah. I was like, well, I have to cancel yeah, it. Yeah. So our, um, tel- tel- we're with Telstra, so the Foxtel, the internet, the mm. all some gaming package all linked mm. right mm. so i went in to say to the telstra shop because i thought i can't stay on hold for another six hours no, today no 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 so no. i walked in and spoke to an actual human yeah and she was like you this and this and this and you know i said i just how can i get the phone bill down and she just looks at it and she goes oh, she just flips the screen around and she goes that's your foxtel wow and we have three little controller but, right, but they're ten dollars right. A month. Wow. Anyway. That, you've blown my mind. I thought you were going to say 80 or something and even then I was going to go, no. no. It's so much money. Is this, so- we need to double check. Is this on our to-do list? Because I know we've gone, go through, we've got a to-do list on our it's website, which is singlelifeofus.com. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's like a to-do list of, you know, change Medicare card, cancel mm. this bank account, blah, blah, blah. Check your – well, I think I we've got streaming services. But but I didn't check the cost of all of them. Yes. So – You didn't even know, did you? I didn't know. And, mm. you know, I am willing to be I'm, – I'm annoyed at myself for not knowing that's how much it well, was. Well, you're being honest. Yeah, I yeah. am being honest. I didn't know. Yeah. And we do not have it anymore. And the lady – I had to then – couldn't do it in the shop. Mm. Had to go ring up, and then the person like you have to ring someone else. So we were still oh, on hold. Oh, mate! You know everything. Everything's Everything. five hours. It's five hours. Trying to get out of things. You think you can do it more than yeah. one a week? You can't because yeah. you don't have no, hours. no, no. Anyway, the lady, the lovely lady on the phone said from Foxtel, "Look, I can get that down a bit." I said, "I doubt you can get it down to fifteen bucks a week, can yeah. you?" She goes, yeah. "No, let's just cancel it." Yeah, please. Because there's no way. No. But then I was telling the kids, and the most amazing thing is, I was sitting on the couch. And it just said, they they switch it off that second. Done. So we don't, we don't actually have TV oh. now. Because <laughs> we haven't got an aerial connected. We've only oh, ever wow. had Foxtel. Wow. Yeah. So, but it's fine because I've got amazing children who go, Mum, it's all on the streaming. There's but a thing also, down the bottom. Exactly. But also I can tell you as someone, this was a bright and shiny I haven't said yet, mm. but one thing I had to do, you know, when you separate and fucking mm. everything goes wrong at the one time. Oh. <laughs> so one of the things that went wrong was that the aerial fell off the roof yep. for the TV. Yep. I got a new TV, a um, new aerial, so installed with an extra mm. socket outlet into mm. one of the kids' rooms, installed properly on the roof, the whole thing, for about 200 bucks. Oh, really? Because so I'm thinking it's $1,000. That's a lot less. It might have been 250 Okay. This is like more than a year ago. But that's a lot less than oh. what you're paying a month. Oh, yes. But and then- your kids wouldn't watch free-to-air anyway. 
Well, they don't. No. They don't. They They're really don't. They're subscriber services and yep. YouTube. And... and I just said to my 21-year-old Madeline, I just would like to be able to watch ABC News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, here, yeah. You go, you go on iView and you push there and it's watch live. I was yeah. like, okay. So yeah. anyway, but then we were sitting around the table adding up the subscriber things yes. and what we had because one person's got Stan and one person. Yeah. Uh-uh. And I, she said, I think that we should just have a meeting with Dad and agree to divide this by five and just keep it because I can't she goes how are we going to learn all new passwords and I'm like I know it's it's really hard and those little things because you see it I mean this is why they do it yeah it's only nine dollars a month yeah but yeah but if you subscribe to eight of them yeah now it's 72 dollars a month that's right so and have you got 72 dollars a month so this is interesting this is related to my bright and shiny Mm. because I am going to recommend and I can do this because this guy's completely independent Mm. there's a book called The Barefoot Investor that I've talked to you about before yeah so Scott Pape I think Mm, his mm. name is he's an Australian I don't know if he's an economist he's definitely a financial advisor of some kind and he wrote a best-selling book years ago Mm. years more than a decade ago called Mm. The Barefoot Investor and one of the reasons that I think um, I was relatively okay financially through COVID and separation mm. is because I had followed it. Oh, really? So I found this a few years mm. ago. One thing I'll say up front, you can't magic up money. No, you can't. Right? Magic so up money. it doesn't matter how good you are with setting up bank accounts and this much goes in mm. for bills and da da. If you're not earning If you're it. on a single mother's yep, pension, yep, yep. I mean, he does have stories of people who've cleared debt while being on government benefits and whatever, but looking at it with the cost of living that we have, mm, you mm. can't magic it up. No, you can't. But I will say, like, neither you or I would describe ourselves as poor, right? No. Both of us have probably got less money than we used to have, Much but less. we're still better off than most people. Yes. But going through separation, mm. I would highly recommend this guy's got no skin in the game. He's yeah. not like sponsored by a bank. He's not going to tell That's you to buy right. shares in something, something. Yeah. He just gives you a system. And you do one thing a week. Yeah. He gives you a system of, you know, allocate this amount of your wage to this. Mm. Even if your wage is 200 grand Mm. or 40 grand, Mm, mm. the percentages Mm, apply. mm. I highly recommend it is all I can say. I know someone gave it to my 26-year-old when she turned 18 Mm. and they put a $20 note in each chapter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And all I'll say is she has bought her own house with her partner. Yeah. So it does not earn a lot of money. Yeah, well, mm. I went through, you know, I mean, my work, as we've said before, was decimated yeah, in same. COVID. Absolutely decimated. He, one of his big things is that you, what you work toward, and it's not immediate, so I'm not trying to scare anyone, um, you work toward having three months income in yep. the bank at all times. And I did have that. And I. It went longer than three months. It went a lot longer than three months, <laughs> but I did get JobKeeper, so I did yeah. have that little bit of extra money. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, it absolutely crippled me. But. Because I had that little bit of extra money, mm. then it was okay. It mm. wasn't great, but it was okay. It's okay. There's a difference between kind of going, I'm living on less yeah, compared fine. to I can't pay my bills. Completely different. You know, and his thing. And even I have think, to go on a payment plan, plan for bills, but I can pay them. His thing is getting you to that point yeah. of kind of going, let's look realistically mm. at exactly what you're talking about. Mm. What what streaming services do I have? Oh, yeah. What credit cards do I have? Mm. No one wants to do this. It's like you don't want no, to do your will. horrible. But I promise you, you will thank your lucky stars six months down the track. That's done. 12 months down mm. the track, two years down the track. Because mm. if you're newly single and you're trying to run two households, oh, especially if you've got so kids. it's so expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. And you need a system. Yeah, yeah. So good, that's my good bright tip. and shiny. Good tip. All right. Swipe, Swipe right. right.
right. And I've called this not sloppy seconds. <laughs> right. We have got a lovely listener letter. Would you like to read it for us? Hi, Nellie and Kate. I just wanted to let you know that I've been binging your podcast. I'm up to episode eight in less than a week. Wow, that's that's one and a bit of us <laughs> a day, darling. All I can imagine is all these people like getting into bed yeah, at like and eight listening. o'clock. Oh, yeah. Kids are in bed. Da, 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 da. Right. Well, I'm a big podcaster while I'm doing things. Yes. I'm same. House stuff around the house. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, washing. But yeah, I love it. So much relates to my life. I wanted to tell you my story. I'm currently 55. I live with my two teenagers in Melbourne's inner north. Oh, cool. That's where I'd love to live. Yeah, very nice. I separated 14 years ago when my kids were two and a half and 15 months old. Oh, hard. And I was 40. Yeah. After a marriage that was tricky tricky and verging on domestic violence. Mm. I loved my single mum life. I felt so free. I was never lonely and I imagined that I'd be single forever. It never occurred to me that a relationship was for me. Interesting. You know what that reminds me of? You know when you're sick? Yes. And that's when you appreciate your health. Yeah, or, and you can't imagine being healthy. If you're in a sick relationship, yeah. which she was, yeah. if it's verging on DV, mm. then just getting out of it's like nirvana. Yes, yes. Absolute nirvana. Yes. Oh, this is funny. I had been on RSVP, that's so old school. Mm. I'd been on RSVP in about the year 2000 and it was fine, but after my difficult marriage, mm. I couldn't be bothered putting up with everyone's <laughs> shit again. I always said a guy would have to be perfect and would have to fall at my feet for me mm. to be interested. Fast forward to 2019 and I went out for lunch with a bunch of old school friends. Here we go, here we go. I was chatting to one friend who was going through a breakup and being an old veteran of single life, I offered support and we started having dinners out. Mm. He has four kids, mostly teenagers, and some live with him week about. I have mine 100%. Mm-hmm. After about 18 months of dinners. I'm excited. 18 months. 18. This bitch is not rushing no, in. No, it occurred to me. <laughs> Maybe he fancied me. <laughs> this I can imagine you saying, oh, he keeps oh, calling yeah, all the time. really weird. He bought me some lingerie. <laughs> Even knows my size. <laughs> I'm a bit slow. Yeah. We stepped it up and we have been an item-free uh, year now. Mazel tov. He is lovely and treats me so well. We have some rules that the kids and elderly parents come first. Amen. Ah, we catch up when we can. He cooks me dinner when he has a kid-free house, sleeps over with me occasionally. Cooks me dinner. Hot AF. Hot AF. We won't be moving in with each other until all the kids are off our hands, if ever. Mm. Oh, she sounds like one of mine. Mm. Our old school friends are so happy for us too. We have been on a little holiday together. Mm. We can be a plus one for each yeah. other. And we have great sex. Awesome. I feel like I have my cake and I'm bloody scoffing it. <laughs> it's such a perfect setup for us. I wish that your podcast was around in my early days. It would have been such a comfort to know that I wasn't alone. Mm. I look forward to listening to many more of your chats. Attached is a photo of my love and I in England in 1990 when we were both 24 and totally unaware of our future and a recent one. And oh. I can confirm they both look hot. You AF. can tell they're hot. Really cute. Just even by the email I know But it was hot. really sweet as well because obviously they, I think they went to school together. Yeah. So to see, yeah, geez, a lot of life's been lived. A like lot you see of this life. little photo yes. of them together and then it's almost a replica photo. Yeah, cute. You know, 30 years later or whatever yeah. it is, 20 years later. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I What I love about that is that it's destroying the notion that you meet someone, you have to move in with them, you have to be together yeah. all the time. They're doing what works for them. Yeah. They're taking care of elderly parents and children. Yeah. She still wants to get a little bit of bonking in. Yeah. And she can. And some affection yeah. and some attention The odd and dinner love. cooked for her. Yep. I'm sure they can. she can ring him when she wants. Yeah. I I love it. I think it's awesome. And I also I love the the mm. fact that 
you know, you really like, I hate that. Oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea and you never know when you're ready. But I love the fact that like, she wasn't expecting to meet him. No. You know, like this is someone she already knew. Yes. She obviously hadn't Just even went to a school reunion. Did him in? No. You 18 know? months of going out for dinner. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Maybe he wants a snog. <laughs> Maybe someone could have called it a little bit soon. He, he played the long game. He played the bloody long game. And I just think for listeners, it might be worth, you know, if you're getting despondent mm. and you do hit that point mm. with online dating, for example. Mm. If you're getting despondent, maybe give it a break and look at your other options. Yeah. Can you say to your friends, mm. do you know anyone you can set me up with? Mm. Is there someone where you, you know, consciously think, yeah. oh, was there someone I fancied at school? Yeah. As ridiculous as that sounds, you yeah. don't know. No. There's a lot of like divorcees going Th- around. There really is. We're, we're back on the shelf, yeah. people. So there's yeah. a lot of mm. people in our position. Mm. So maybe some conscious thought. In, into that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was very hopeful. Yeah, I thought it was hopeful. Yeah. It's very cute too. Oh, I'll tell you what, this one's going to rock your socks off. We have got a <laughs> Dear, Dear Kelly. Kelly. It's not really a question, but okay. it felt like it should be in okay. this section. Okay, okay, All right. okay. Go for it. Hi, Moles. Oh, my God, you two. A passion a wank. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Pank. <laughs> Professional auntie, no kids that Kate made filthy because she thought it meant. Well, it sounds wank. like that. <laughs> I'm so pleased I wasn't in the car or else I probably would have driven off the road. My partner found me with tears of laughter rolling down my face and I had to explain that no, I wasn't crying over the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to you, Moles. So Erin's story, is that her name? Goldfish memory here. That, that guy using his cousin's pick oh, was yeah. so married. Good on her for calling him out. Yep. I too have a story about being offered money for sex. So for people who haven't listened, that was a woman who went on a date. Mm. She called him out because he looked nothing like mm. the picture on his profile. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to offer her money for, for sex. sex. Yep. Completely unsolicited. Yep. Yeah. So you go. So one night, reasonably late, I'm logged on to an online dating site and I get a message from a guy asking me if I'd give him cash for a blowjob. No, no. <laughs> If, if I'd, I'd give him, him a blowjob. Blow Sorry, yeah. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> no, you no, should leave, leave it. it. All right, leave That's, it. Imagine. I mean, that would take a whole other set of balls. You can pay me. <laughs> to suck my to dick. To suck my dick. <laughs> I bet someone's done that. Someone called. Well, 20 us. bucks is 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks I can't remember his exact words, but his approach was actually really respectful, considering he was asking a complete stranger who wasn't advertising on an escort site to exchange sex for money. What the hell? I thought, you only live once, so I said yes. <laughs> did you see that coming? No. Oh I must gosh. admit, when I read that, I did a... <gasps> what? Yeah. While we had originally uh, only asked for a BJ, we ended up having safe sex, as giving BJs always turns me on. I went to work the next day with bags under my eyes, <laughs> but a huge smile on my face. I used my illicit earnings to buy a fabulous handbag, which I still have. I privately referred to it as the BJ handbag, <laughs> and every time I use it, I smile to myself. I've only ever told one friend this story, and funnily enough, she had done something similar. Amazing. Let us know if you're all out there because I love this. weekend, the Scarlet Woman. Oh, Scarlet Woman. I love it, love it, love it. Well, what do you think about that? Well, you know what? Did that take a turn? It did take a turn. And you know what? She enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And she got a new handbag. Yeah. So... And you can just imagine, which bag will I take? Will I take the black one? No, no, I'll take the blowjob. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the blowjob. <laughs> Who's got my BJ handbag? 
Why does mum call it that? Oh my god, because <laughs> it's beautiful. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I'm, I mean, I'm the only thing I'm worried about. Like she, you do you. You're yes. a grown adult. Yes, yes. You've obviously enjoyed it. You're not some no. you know, coerced teenager. No, very different. Yes, yes, working yes. in sex work out of poverty or something. No, like. and so you had a good night. Thing. You had a good night. You were tired the next day. I still don't like him asking her on That's, the. I know. I don't like it. I, I really think it's it's. Um, but it she didn't make, mind. She didn't mind, but I think she's probably the exception, and it can make online dating spaces re- feel very unsafe. For Murky, women. isn't it? Really unsafe. Yeah. And for you know, I'm sure for some men as well. Mm. Um, but I just don't. It's a bit like you know, you'll send some very rare. Women will receive an unsolicited dick pic and like it. Yeah. But for that one woman, there'll be 50 others mm. who now feel mm. not just mm. like grossed out, mm. but unsafe yeah, yeah. in that space. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I still don't like the proposition. Mm. So like, why aren't you going to a sex worker? Yeah. But obviously, you know, she was fine with it and she didn't, yeah. she didn't blink. She was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I don't think she's been harmed. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I wanted to know. How much did you get Did you get it from BJ? Maya or did you get yes. it from Kmart? <laughs> Is it a bloody Chanel handbag? Oh, my God, if it's a Chanel handbag, bring Come me on. up. Let me know. Leo Grant. <laughs> I do. I, that I am, was one of the Yeah, first I know. I was I like, thought. I wonder what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking an $80 handbag? Or? I think, I don't know. I'm sorry. I am being a bit of a buzzkill. But I think I've just had, without going into too much detail, mm. my beautiful daughter is 15 mm. just experienced for the first time two times of sexual harassment no, in public settings horrible and then I, re- I was a bit shocked because i thought that had happened to me well before 15 but of course it's been covid yes she's been she's at been home. home yes and it was so awful to me to recognize how normal it, it was in my mind i know because i was surprised at her yeah. reaction yes she was really upset yes as you should as be she absolutely should be that but is we've forgotten response. but i was kind of like that's the world mate in my head yeah and that's why i'm just balking yeah, a little i bit know of this. i, I think know if she I know. does online dating which she may well when mm. she's old enough and and she keeps getting offered money mm. i just think it's not it's not set up for that no it's set up for dating yeah. It might be set for casual sex relationships it's not set up for a financial transaction Mm-mm. there's so many other places mm. That you can find sex workers. Yeah. So that's all I'm balking at. But <laughs> okay. if you had a great time. <laughs> and you got a new handbag. Good on you. And, and thanks so for telling told us. us yes, I love it. That's bloody primo goss. That oh, is. that is such good goss. It's just, you know, I don't work in an office anymore. I've never worked I in an know. office, so I don't want to know why I said we anymore. We don't get the water But I don't cooler. have any. Yeah, so this is really great for me. Do we? Sticky date. All right, so this is. The tough stuff of dating. This letter is quite a long one. I've edited it down a bit. It also contains some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You go for it. Mm -hmm. You start. Hi, old moles. Loving your podcast. While I find myself crying down my legs with laughter. (laughs) Does that mean pissing your pants? Mm -hmm. I love it. Every episode, I also find myself reflecting on my life journey Mm. and becoming more and more confident that I can handle anything and nobody else's opinion matters. It doesn't. I'm fast approaching 50 years of age. Welcome. Almost two years ago, my partner of nearly 20 years walked out on me after starting a fight over me not having walked the dogs that day. Yeah, okay. Clearly that wasn't the issue. And when we spoke a few days later, I asked, is there a chance we could work things out? His response was, nah, call it a COVID thing. 
What? what the actual fuck? 20 years and that's all the explanation I get. Hmm. Oh, that's tough. Now that I've had time to process the breakup and spend a small fortune mm. on therapy, I can honestly say ending our relationship was 100% the best thing for us both. I just wish he'd acted mm. like an adult and owned his decision rather than coming up with a bullshit excuse mm. to start a fight so he could blow it up in a dramatic way. Mm. Yeah, you don't break up with someone over walking, walking the, the dog. dog. Oh, and you'll love this. Within a couple of weeks, the narrative had changed. Mm. I apparently had kicked mm. him out with no warning and nowhere to go. Cue the violin for the poor darling. Mm. Without going into all the gory and horrible details of our separation, I'll just give you a few highlights. I wanted our breakup to be amicable for the sake of our teenage daughters. He's a covert narcissist, which I didn't even pick up on until my therapist therapist made the connection for me. He just wanted to blame me for everything and tell everyone who would listen that I was screwing him over. Mm. He didn't want shared custody of our daughters because he's far too busy. Oh, yeah. Apparently, all the intermingling of a 20-year relationship can be completely untangled and finalised in less than three months. No, it cannot. So the point of all that is to say I am a sole parent who's had my children with me 24-7 with the exception of the occasional dinner with their father. Mm. I wouldn't have it any other way, Mm. though. I love my kids and Mm. I love having them with me all the time. Well, mostly all the time. They are teenage (laughs) girls after all. It's been bloody difficult and expensive two years, but I can truly and honestly say that I've never been happier in my Mm. life. Mm. I brought my own house, yay me, which mm, I deliberately congrats. scheduled to settle the day before the one-year anniversary of the day he oh, walked wow. out Oh, wow. Imagine is, that feeling. Yeah. Aside from a new house to celebrate my newfound happiness, I splurged on a new bedroom suite yes. and had it delivered directly to my new house. I cannot express how mm. amazing it was to wake up in my brand new bed in my brand new home on the okay. one-year anniversary of what I am now calling my Independence Day. Mm, mm. It will forever be one of the happiest days of my life. So here's my story of best worst dating experience you decide. Earlier this year, I caught up with a work colleague for lunch. In the lead up to lunch, we'd exchanged some flirty banter by phone Mm. and text. Anyway, one thing led to another and we found ourselves in bed, as you do. (laughs) Two things I realised that afternoon. Firstly, oh my fucking God, who knew I would like having my vagina licked? Because God knows my ex never did it. And secondly, and much more of a surprise, I actually enjoyed giving a BJ when it was my choice to give it and not another chore to add to my never-ending to-do list. And boy, after that afternoon, I was pretty keen to do it all again. (laughs) What did I tell you about the BJs? If you're into someone and you're both hot and heavy and it's not a fucking chore. Yeah, okay. She's loving it. Just, I... I, All right, we know. Vagina licked. So good. (laughs) I never do it. All right. Yep, yep. Logistics. However, was always going to be an issue. We've tried to incorporate a couple of daytime (laughs) afternoon sessions. Come over for an afternoon sesh. Into our schedule. One of those sessions resulted in the backseat of a car rendezvous. Something I haven't done since I was a teenager. Let me assure you that in your late 40s, that is quite the athletic and acrobatic feat and not one that I'm keen to repeat. Anyway, I hope you got a good laugh out of my story. Off I fuck to get some work done so I can sneak out again later. With love and laughter and apologies for such a long email from another old mole, Nick. Oh, Nick. Love it. Love it. I... Sex in a car? Oh, look, now? I, I'm not built for sex in a no, car. No, definitely but not. God, I love the idea oh. of these two middle-aged people going, we well, are getting it we've on. We've got nowhere to go. We've we got nowhere to, to go. Car. Let's be. It reminds me of the wonderful show that we talked about on our bonus episode in September, oh, Spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. 
She's yes. rooting in a car. She is rooting in a car. That's for sure. Yes. We will try and play a little clip of that in one of our upcoming episodes. Why don't you, um, Nick, invest in a panel wagon, oh. a shag and wagon, a panel <laughs> van. Because vans are rocking, don't come knocking. <laughs> don't come knocking. <laughs> try explaining that to the kids. Yeah, it's mum's new car. Yeah. It's a Sandman. <laughs> We're going to go camping. <laughs> Mummy goes camping on Wednesdays. By which I mean Wednesdays in Berg Street <laughs> in the middle of Melbourne. You know what I love as well? It's that journey mm. from the devastation. Yes. It, I can't ever recover. This is all Happiest awful. Happiest time of my life. Best time of life. So yep. glad it happened. Bought my house. I'm also, which we'll park for another time, mm. so conscious of what a difference it makes if you financial are financially freedom. secure. Yep. You know, to be yep. able to buy your own house and stuff, yep. so much less stressful. So much less stressful. Um, but good on you, bloody get it, girl. Oh, yeah. You're so into it. So great. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. All right. X-rated. X-rated. Hit it. Hey, you wonderful moles. Absolutely love your podcast and the wisdom and laughs you give me. I've just had a no-show from my ex at our first mm. mediation session session any advice on what to do next so just for context um i think neither of you or i lawyers no but i think in australia in order to even get to divorce stage i think you are required to do mediation you have to do financial mediation right I'm not sure about any others. Though. Any others, custody. No. My impression Maybe is it depends that the age of your children. You ve- you certainly at the very least strongly encouraged mm, mm. to go through mediation before you go to that adversarial court. Oh, process. definitely, definitely. Yes, yes, yes. What do you do though if someone's a no-show? Yeah, what do you do? Given that you, I didn't have to go through mediation or anything like that because we weren't officially married. Yeah, we have to. So you're going to have to mm, do it. Mm. I reached out to a couple of people I know work who work in this area and so they said uh one of them said i used to work as a family dispute resolution practitioner or mediator awful job can you Mm, imagine mm. in the agency setting people were given a couple of chances especially if they could offer Mm. valid reasons and it can be rescheduled if it can't go ahead due to one party either continually blocking or Mm. blatantly refusing in australia this is there's a s60i certificate that's issued to the person trying to get the mediation happening They then have one year to take that certificate to family court to start proceedings. In this time, mediation can be started again if the hesitant party decides to get on board. Imagine the emotions of keep going. Mm. Can you imagine, and many of our listeners won't have to imagine, if you are trying to extricate yourself from someone, Mm. I can imagine this being used. Oh, absolutely. I'm just not going to show up. No. And then I'll say I had COVID. Yeah, and then, and then I I'll will... say I had to go to work. And then I'll I've got a flat tire on the way. Oh, and I'll definitely mate. be there next time. And then they go, here's your certificate, but mm. give it twelve months. So 12 it's another months. twelve months. I know that's a long time. And then that's just the start. Months. Yes. Then you've got to get the appointment. Oh, terrible. Oh, if just anyone going through that, mm. I bloody feel for it. Like I said, I am still going through this almost two years later mm. Mm. without any dispute. Mm. We are not even fighting no. over super no. or custody no. or anything. And it's still a shit show. Yeah. Oh, God, I feel for you. Mm. Mm. But the up, the, um, what do we say? Like the, the short story, mm. I think, is that if someone is blocking, yeah. if they're dragging their feet, they actually will be forced at some point. It just is going to take, it's just going to be a bit painful for a year. A bit. A lot. A lot. A lot. Oh. Can you imagine if you'd come out of uh, particularly a controlling relationship? Yeah, and they kept doing this bullshit. How much control they have. I think what you have to do, because people say to me, well, what are you going to do next? What's going to happen? You don't know. No. 
right? So that is a really tricky thing to be in your late 40s, early 50s and go, mm. I don't know. Because we all have a false illusion of security. We do. But yeah. you have to go, I don't know. One and thing that's at a okay. time. Yeah, you do. I can't obsess about this yeah. night and day. So yeah. it's. And what can I control today? Yeah. You know, when we first started this podcast, as I said to you, the only way that I could cope mentally mm. was to go, you've got to get one thing done a week. Yeah. Girl. I'm still advice. doing it. Yeah, that's right. I'm still doing it. I'm I not am done. I'm still doing it. Well, I can't even get the fucking superannuation sorted out. Oh, like, no. and I've got to, like, it's still going. Oh, yeah. But I think mm. that's the only thing that's allowed me to cope mm. is to go, you don't have to get it all done this month. No. You can't. No, you can't. And the other thing is, which everyone who's separated or divorced will know, it actually requires a lot of conversations with your ex. Yeah. So if it's, you know, domestic violence or something, yes. But otherwise, the person who's chosen to leave you or you've chosen to leave or you've both chosen to not spend time with each other, you're mm. then going, hey, what's the password for the this so we can change mm, that? Mm, and I need mm. that in my name and you've done this and oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's not an easy mm-hmm. thing to extricate yourself mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And I will say, and I would like to hear from people because there must be others who found mediation really helpful. Yes. Oh, definitely. Um, to have someone, an independent person in the room mm. who can give you the sort of lay of the land and maybe take a bit of heat out of it. Yeah. And I think what they do is sometimes you sit in separate rooms. It sounds better than court. Oh, it's much better. That's than for court. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if it works. Well, it's thousands but of dollars so cheaper. So sorry you're going through that. Mm-hmm. All right, who is back, back on, on the, the shelf? shelf? Who oh, is it? It's one of my faves. Oh, I knew you'd love her. <laughs> I We've love never it. discussed her, but yeah. as I was doing this, I thought this will be in Kate's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love her. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Samantha Jones. Yeah, so for most people, yeah, one of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my mum's maiden name's Jones. Oh, really? We're probably related somewhere back oh, in the back day. In the They're dark. Welsh Joneses. Yes. Well, my ex-husband is Welsh. Right. His oh mum's Welsh. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so my maiden name, my married name is Jones, for those yes, of you who yes, don't know. Yes, I'm yes, a Mulholland. Yes. But yes, Irish Mulholland. Well, Samantha Jones, mm. who's a fictional character, but we may also be related to. Yeah. Was, um, Definitely I'm related to her. <laughs> she, and I say this with love. She was the hoary one. Oh, she from was the best Sex in the one. City. Oh. She gave that advice. She just cut through. Just the best. Mm, mm. So she's a movie producer. This is her character on the show mm. the thing that stood out for me was that she really loved younger men unashamedly which was very oh, countercultural. well the whole sex in the city was groundbreaking yeah yeah for women leads having sex when yes. they wanted to yeah liking sex no guilt yeah oh yeah fucking loved i mean it. i've no watched it so many women times color, no women disability i know like, yes yes all yes sorts yes of things you can critique yes but in terms of their presence like the golden girls yeah it's like we didn't have shows. No, like we did that. not. Yep. She was the dating expert. She was. She was the oldest. Yep. Of the four women. She was. Which was also great. She went through breast cancer and yes. early menopause, sort of, or brought on by the treatment yes. in the show. So yes. they covered all the stuff. I remember one of the scenes I remember her in was she was dating a guy who she found unsatisfying because he had too small of a penis. I remember that too. Which I think is a very complex area, but yes. anyway. Um, but her talking to her therapist, she said to the therapist, I just need big cock. <laughs> and the therapist said to her, amen, sister. <laughs> and I still remember that because it was so countercultural. Oh, I know. What you expect to hear is it's not the size, it's what you yeah, do yeah, with it. Yeah, like yeah, you expect yeah, to hear yeah, all the yeah, stuff yeah, that you're yeah, meant to say. Yeah. And just these two women having this conversation, it was really quite profound. Oh. I just don't you remember the episode where she has sex with a guy and he's got a saggy butt and he walks <laughs> off and she's like, oh, and it's 
just it allows you to be shallow. Yes. Which yes. which women were not allowed to yeah. be. We had to be And it, candid. Yes. You know, that she I reckon that oh, I could be wrong, but I think it might be the first time I'd ever heard women talk about masturbating. Definitely. I I mean they actually would go and buy a vibrator and yeah. I'm not coming out because yeah. I'm having a wank. That's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, I'm stressed. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have a wank go and I'll meet rabbit. you at dinner. I know. <laughs> You didn't hear that on Friends. Oh, no, you did not. Or Seinfeld. No, 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 no. You know, like it was, oh, no, it was very revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's been dating, she's not single at the moment. She's mm. dating BBC employee Russell Thomas since mm-hmm. 2016. She was married to Larry David. She's married to Larry David. Yeah, for two oh. years in the late 70s. Oh. Andrew Lyson in the early to mid 80s. Yep. And Mark Levison from 1998 oh. to 2004. And they co-wrote a book, a sex book, called Satisfaction, the Art of Female Orgasm, which I find very interesting. Yeah. And she blamed the success of Sex in the City on her divorce. Oh, really? Her Wait. back catalogue of lovers. Incredible. So she's lives a little bit the Samantha life. Well, see, this is interesting because I distinctly remember she was in Porky's. Yeah. Do you remember Porky's? Was she in Porky's? She was in Porky's. Look, none of you are going to know what Porky's Oh, please are. don't look it up. Don't Terrible look it up. Terrible 80s movie. It was Terrible. one of the first illicit movies that I watched. It oh, wasn't same. actually categorised as porn, it. but it was bloody porn. Yeah. There was a guy who stuck his dick through a hole in a wall. Oh, there was. Yes. Like, I think it was rated R. That I remember. I remember I wasn't meant to be watching No, that. I wasn't meant to be watching I know it. That much. No way. She was I, in that. Did anyone watch Porky's who was allowed to? Well, probably not. No. It was terrible. terrible. Now someone's going to go and look it up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but she, I distinctly remember seeing an interview with her when Sex and City ended with her kind of going, it's really actually very difficult because people think I'm Samantha. Yes, that's what I thought. And I'm really shy. Yes, yes. And I don't live anything like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And then when I was doing research, I thought, you sound a little bit like her. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not that shy. No. You, and you look know? who she dated. Oh, my God. So, so many interesting ones. Yeah. But the most interesting one was she dated Justin Trudeau's dad. Unbelievable. The Canadian Prime Minister. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it is. What a small world small they move world. in. <laughs> but what do you think? What does she represent in the ether? I mean, I... I know we shouldn't do this, but it's hard to separate her from Samantha for it me. Is, because yeah. it, but what she did for that was female empowerment and yeah. I'm going to live where I want to live, I'm yeah. going to fuck who I want to fuck and yeah. I'm going to have a job that I love yeah. and I'm not apologising. Yeah. And she didn't love children. No. She didn't want to be someone's godmother or, you no. know, you don't have to be any no. of those things as a woman. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just... And she wasn't sad. You know, she didn't no. do those traditional storylines that she was sad that she was barren. No. Or she was sad no. that she had an abortion. No. Or she was sad she never married. She's like, I love my job. Yeah. Um, I love having I a love boyfriend. I love my friends. My mm. friends are the most important mm. thing. She really was, as a character, um, something we hadn't seen before no. or that I don't remember seeing oh, before. I definitely hadn't. No. Because if you did see women like her who were empowered sexually, they were always punished. Always. Like they, they would end up on prisoner. Yes. You know, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no one that I can – I can't think of another one. No, no. It was – yeah, the show was incredible. Even the, you know, um, what's her name with the dark hair? Oh. 
Well, the anyway, good one. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> Charlotte. Even Charlotte wasn't that good. Yeah. No, God, no. You well, know? that's the thing. You scratch the surface. Yeah. I have to say, just as we wrap this one up, mm. the reboot of Sex in the City, which I can't even remember the name of now, mm. but doesn't have Samantha in it. No, she said no. Well, apparently Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker have fallen out. Oh. And I'll tell you what, it misses her. It would have to. Yeah, it really does. There's other positive things about it. Like they've definitely modernised it. Yes, I've heard that. You know, like they've got um, far more um, interesting modern stereotypes, stereotypes, modern storylines. Yes. You know, than than what they had. Yeah. But it really misses her presence and they handle it badly. I just couldn't. I loved Sex and City so much. I haven't been able to watch the reboot because I'm like, how can it not have Samantha in it? Well, they refer to her. Okay. Which is even weirder. Yeah. But they refer the way they sort of write it is like her and Carrie had a falling out and now they just text each other and you go, Samantha wouldn't do that. Like she would call Carrie and say, let's sit down. And like it doesn't make any sense on a character. They would have been better to say she died. Yes, they would have. Honestly. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because she's not petty. No. Oh, no, she's not. far more empowered. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Anyway. Anyway, mm. so that's um, well. It's less Kim Cattrall. It's more Samantha Jones. Porky. <laughs> that, I'm gonna. That's yeah. I remember Didn't being really so, so shocked watching that, thinking, "Is that what American um, yes, high schools, schools are, are like?" like. <laughs> oh know. my god! Mind you, I've still watched things to this day and go, "Wow, is that what American high schools are like?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no shade on you, America. We love you. Our high schools are just absolutely nothing like yours. Well, we don't. I think we, we wear we school now, uniforms. But we certainly didn't have cheerleaders. Like no, we the idea of cheerleaders and being really and proms and, and all that stuff. Huge schools we Very didn't have for a long time, so yeah. W T A F. All right, what have you got for me? Hit me, hit me. Actually, an acronym. Okay. Right, that if you're on the online dating, if you're on the YouTube's on the YouTube's for grown ups, yeah. If you're on the online dating apps, you may actually see this. Right, it's just shorthand. D T R. D T R. So it's three words. Yep. So like we've done before, FWB, friends with benefits. Yep. So don't DTR. Right. (laughs) What else could it be? Don't talk rude. Don't talk rude. Don't talk rude to me. (laughs) This is my house, my rules. (laughs) It doesn't, it's not dick, is it? No. Okay. So it's not rude. It's not gross. It's not gross. It's actually a good one. I think this is a good one. Decent, trusting. The first word's define. Define. The relationship? Yes. Ah. Yes. DTR. So it's someone kind of going, um, basically, tell me what you're looking for. Ah. Or it could be if you've been dating a little while, we yeah. need to DTR. Yeah, we need to DTR. You know, maybe you've been, you, maybe you've been on a dozen dates. What's going on here? What's going on here? Yeah, Are right. we going to go monogamous? Permanent Are we part-time? friends with benefits? Yep. Are yep. we, let's have this all above board. Ah. So no one gets hurt. Yeah. Um, and no one's expectations are, you know, not mm. met or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. DTR. The only thing I'll say with DTR from my own dating experience is that you can be as upfront as you want. Yeah, you can't make people People can DTR. be deluded, TR. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you say, this is what I've got to offer. Yeah. There's so many, and we've probably all done it where you go, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Couple of weeks with me. <laughs> Here comes the bride. <laughs> Don't do that. No, Believe do what that. people say. Yes, yes. Right, yes. but DTR define the relationship. Okay. 
Awesome. All right, what are we going to tell people before we go? Oh, rate and review. We'll see the live show. We'll By the time the live this comes show. out, we're probably very close to the live show. Yeah, or has it been? Or has it been? We don't know. We might even, by the time this comes out, there might even be another show. Oh, and just so you know, just a little, mm. we're very likely, we cannot confirm mm. yet, but we're very likely to do a Christmas show. We are, and it will be the funnest Christmas party of oh, your life. Oh, my God. So many of us, even I'm, you know, look, this won't surprise you at all. I'm already doing my Christmas shopping. No, it doesn't surprise me. Um, but it, won't, it might surprise you to know that I'm normally wrapped and fully gifted by 1st of December. That actually doesn't surprise me because you love your gifts. I do love gifts, but also I'm not that But for a lot of us... December, I'm not looking forward Christmas to Christmas period holiday, especially no. it's your first. Yeah, well, it's not my first, but I'm still not looking forward to it's it. Really hard. Really so hard. So we're going to try really, 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 really hard. We're in discussions with some mm. people to put a Christmas show mm-hmm. on, so that you can look at your hard mm. Christmas as not the real mm. one. Yeah. The real one will be with the moles. The real one will be with the moles. Yeah. Everyone has to bring a five dollar Kris Kringle. That's right. <laughs> It'll be in Melbourne. We can't. No. Venture further. We'll just venture yet. further next year. Eventually. Yeah. But yeah, it's in the it's on the cards. It's on the cards. Who knows if we can do it, but if we can, it'll yeah. be the best mole Christmas party you've ever been to. Absolutely. Yep. And like I will play the role of one of the gross relatives in oh, Flash abs- or something. Oh look, I'm I'm happy to be that inappropriate aunt. I am the inappropriate aunt. <laughs> I'll be the one going, When are you gonna have babies? Yeah, no, we'll do none of that shit. <laughs> We will be doing none of that shit. We'll be like, did you burn your vibrator out during COVID? Like, that'll be the we'll vibe. We'll get the real questions We'll from be us. the weird auntie that you want to sit with. Yes. Right? That's who we are. We're like, let's go next to them. So more information to come. Yes. All right. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Relatively single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate going to navigate the single life of us. Emancipated